Hi, I am Nimit Brambat and you are listening to my not so profound thoughts. So today I'll be talking about the resilient India. That is how to earn during the tough times that are going on. So in the current scenario, people are asking me what will happen next and what will the market react tomorrow or within three months or four months or is there any multi-bagger that can give returns within three to four years or two years. So I don't know about that. But what is happening right now is Russia and Ukraine are on war. Because of that, there is supply chain crisis. There is increase in oil crude prices. There is food inflation. Germany might go into stagflation. That is high unemployment as well as high inflation. US is having high inflation and might go into recession because of the rate hikes. All these things are happening. But how is India resilient towards all this? So let me expand your time horizon. In 2014, when the BJP government came, which was the full-fledged government without coalition, in, during that time, it brought Jandan accounts. Jandan accounts was you can have zero balance in your savings account and still open an account and maintain that. As well as because of this Jandan accounts, Government was able to reduce the cost of transferring the subsidies by removing the middleman. In 2016, we had demonetization and we had to stand in line for getting even 2000 rupees notes. So there was a cash crunch in the overall market. And one thing that happened good was our acceptance of transferring payments through digital methods. That is, we increased digitization. So companies like Paytm and PhonePay went up aggressively and went ahead with the market. In 2017, almost by July, uh, we had GST implementation. In GST implementation, again, the businesses that were even in unorganized or the system that was when a businessman used to give write on piece of paper and make deals in cash was stopped. The GST was implemented as well as eBay bill generation was implemented and both of this getting together made a bit of liquidity crisis in the businesses as well as in the normal common man's pockets. So we felt the impact in 2018 where technically for a few months we went into recession and there was an economic slowdown. In 2019 China had COVID-19 that was it uh, enabled the supply chain crisis that we are seeing or facing now. COVID-19 came in December, almost December in India and in 2020, we were in complete lockdown for a few months, resulting in loss in jobs, employment, but the government supported well. In 2021, we had the second and third wave. In 2022, we are recovering from it. And we are still facing bear market because of Russia and Ukraine war. So you might be thinking that where are Achedin? But I'll explain you later on that where are the Achedin? Just remember that I am talking about 2014 to 2022. And we are still, I told you that all these crises are there, but still we are going to make money. So currently, there are three things happening in the world. The first is the inflation. The second is supply chain crisis. And the third is crude oil prices that are rising. 
so inflation is there in inflation if you see india has somewhere around 7% and uh, the us has inflation rate of around 8.6% that was in the last month so while closing this gap india has uh, risk free rate or bond yield or we can say the repo rate somewhere around uh, 5% that is there 4.90% so closing that gap would be much less hurtful than the us because in us the interest rates are almost around 1% and inflation is 8.60% so closing that gap would be much more pinchful in the pockets of the indian in the pockets of the american consumers so they might have layoff that you might have seen during the 2008 financial crisis also that they brutally laid off people as well as you might have seen the tweet of elon musk if you are following elon musk that he is going to lay off 10% of his workforce from tesla you might see that and because they are thinking that they are going into recession there is also the great resignation that is happening wherein people are asking for work from home and are not willing to sacrifice their current lifestyle for more earnings so the great resignation is going on the banking as well as the service sectors which the us has wherein the service sector contributes more than 70% to the american gdp and that is approximately around 14.76 trillion dollars so if even 10% of that comes to india you might be wondering why the service sector would come to india or 1.5 trillion dollars of work would come to india and not to china so earlier when you used to install softwares you had to install servers also now we have saas model that is software as a service and after that right now that we have is everything is on stored on cloud so definitely as you have seen the tendency that china uses people's data and captures it within their platform i don't think us is going to become dependent on china for capturing their data because the citizens of the us do not want to give access of their data to the chinese economy so that therefore definitely it is going to come to india and why india because if we look at our gdp service sector contributes to almost 52 to 54% which showcases the efficiency of the indian service sector that we have here the second comes manufacturing and the third comes agriculture efficiency in the market so tcs so companies like tcs which is asia's second largest company companies like wipro infosys lnt infotech all these companies are going to capture all these things and uh, they are going to earn from it the second that is the china plus one strategy china plus one strategy is nothing that but to reduce the supply chain crisis because of covid 19 what we saw that majority of the companies were dependent on manufacturing facilities in china so they came up with the china plus one strategy wherein now they are looking for another strategic countries 
wherein they can set up their manufacturing plants. So currently we in manufacturing, you have seen the PLI scheme, you have seen the FAME subsidy scheme and uh, we have our chemical industry that is growing up. So all these industries, my turns, uh, companies such as Maruti Suzuki, uh, then DV's Lab, Alkaila Mines, all these companies might earn because of the shifting from China to plus one countries. And the third thing that is happening is financialization of the industry. I talked about demonetization that happened in 2016 and how it led to financialization. So since 2016, we saw an increased use of UPI as well as cellular subscriptions that increased and the smartphone availability that increased in the overall consumer market. Since 2016, we had UPI increased and if you so since 2016 financialization happened and in 2018 UPI surpassed all of the transaction methods that we have now such as debit card, credit card, virtual methods of payment such as Paytm, wallets and post pay and everything. UPI surpassed in volumes as well as in value. So if you have read current news you might have read that UPI transaction worth rupees 10 trillion dollars have been made 10 trillion sorry 10 trillion rupees have been made in the so that is happening and so how are companies going to earn because of the financialization because of the financialization our standard of living has changed uh, the availability of the credit score because majority of the you users are using credit cards, UPI, making transactions on regular basis. There are data collected and the availability of credit score, people using unsecured loans for making payments, EMIs, and all these are happening. So companies like Bajaj Finance, HDFC Bank, Kotak Bank, and all these companies are earning. But we talked about that how 2014 to 22, how can we earn? So if you would have stayed invested, even in Sensex, that is while taking the lowest risk that you can in Sensex, you would have made 1.71 times the returns. If you had invested 100 rupees, you would have made 171% because Sensex grew at the rate of 10.64 CAGR. So if you would have remained invested for a longer term, you would have got the money. In the next video, I'll be talking about which all companies would have given you better returns compared to the benchmark that is Nifty or Sensex and why you should invest in it. So that's all for today. Thank you.